Is it the end of the world? The Earth is currently stuck in a man-made environmental crisis, but how worried should we be? I myself, like many other people, will often resort to bleak predictions or get stuck in various gloom and doom scenarios, but how much can we let this worry dominate our lives? I wanted to explore the things one can do to make themselves feel better by trying to contribute less to climate change, while also discovering how much we need to worry without letting the worry take over our lives. All this and more on It's the End of the World as We Know It, and I Feel Fine. I'm Julian Huss, and I wanted to address the current situation from my perspective. Climate change, global warming, whatever you want to call it, it's undeniable that the Earth is experiencing unprecedented environmental shifts. Fires are burning at an exponentially higher rate around the world. Ice caps are melting and oceans expanding. Temperatures are growing warmer and warmer across the globe. It's widely accepted that this was a man-made problem caused by our excessive consumption and toxic emissions. And I think the way to combat climate change is to alter our society, become more quote-unquote earth-friendly. First, I wanted to talk to some people my age, because that's who will be most affected by the deteriorating earth in the years to come. I talked to my two friends, Logan Thompson and Logan Warren, to see if they had any thoughts about how to feel better about yourself, or to lower your overall toxic emissions, also known as lowering your carbon footprint. These are some excerpts from the conversation the two Logans and I had in early March 2020 in Santa Rosa, California. I think the most important step to trying to uh, feel better about the whole idea of climate crisis is... Another way of lowering your carbon footprint is by using energy conservation, by getting solar and turning off electronics when you're not using them. Yeah, and the thing about solar is that's often said to be the one thing that you can do that will greatly lower your carbon footprint. However, it is not really plausible idea to switch to solar for most people, for most of the world. Yeah. Um, only people who live in in moderate affluence, I think, would even that would even be on their radar of something they could possibly do. So basically, if you buy more stuff from online, uh, excess things from online and big box stores, then they'll be making all this stuff that will go in the landfill because they're buying excess things that you don't need. Conversely, I wanted to get the opinion of someone from an older generation. I talked to Margarita, who happened to be my mother, about her thoughts on what people can do in their day-to-day -day lives. Uh, main thing is you can eat a diet which does not directly contribute to climate change. And the main thing in this is to eat less meat and dairy products. Uh, when people used to say this to me, I would think, it doesn't really matter if I don't eat them because they're being produced by these companies, so that doesn't change anything. But if you're going with the economic theory of supply and demand, if enough people say, I'm not going to eat any meat and dairy products anymore, then the demand will be lower, and so overall the production will go down, and the production of meat and dairy in, in these factories greatly contributes to climate change. So if enough people say they do not want to eat it, then then that's going to be a, a huge a huge step in, in lowering climate change. I think also, Julian, is the Meatless Monday movement uh, th that vegetarians are promoting. And it's exactly what it says. For dinner, um, at least uh, one day a week, plan to have a meal prepared um, without meat. And another thing you can do is to buy local food because a lot of the toxic emissions that come out of food production come from the transportation. So if you have a factory that, that does a ship out all over the world or all over the country, there's so many emissions just from the transportation. Whereas local food, the uh, emission is very low because you're traveling less space. So local food is just overall uh, a, a better way to go for most things. Another thing uh, that is related to that is that 
uh, consumers can also uh, look for food products and other products that have responsible packaging. For example, bottles of milk can be in glass instead of plastic. I think a thing that uh, teens and adults can do if they want to make a little bit of an impact is to either drive an electric car. Again, if that's if that's possible for, for them to do. Of course. To take public transportation, walk or bike to school or other appointments. I think one thing that is good to do is just to spread awareness as, as like corny as that sounds, just so more people know about it and understand it. So you can support climate change movements and just try to make people more aware of everything and then maybe more people will understand the problem and, and, and want to do the things we're talking about. A major figure in that is teenage climate activist Greta Thunberg who is inspiring a lot of more protesting and has raised a lot of awareness which has been dubbed the uh, quote-unquote Thunberg effect. And she's a very new, refreshing view on the whole situation. A uh, quote from her being, The climate crisis has already been solved. We have all the facts and solutions. All we have to do is wake up and change. We all agreed that perhaps the most important step to combating climate change is realizing it is a real problem that must be dealt with. So I wanted to see if it was on the collective mind of the general public as much as it was on mine. I had Logan Warren, who was quite comfortable making people uncomfortable, approach random strangers throughout Santa Rosa and ask them my questions on climate change. Here are the sobering results. Excuse me? Uh, are you concerned about climate change? Not at all. All right, have a great day. How worried are you about climate change? Not very. How worried are you about climate change? I'm not. Do you think often about climate change? I do. You do? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Excuse me. How concerned are you about climate change? Terrified. All right. Excuse me? Uh, are you concerned about climate change? Not at all. All right. How concerned are you about climate change? Climate change. I'm already in groups about it and everything. All right. What about your dog? What does your dog think? My dog thinks climate change is a disaster. Excuse me? How concerned are you about climate change? Concerned. All right. Concerned? <laughs> is that it? That's it. I wanted to talk about the fear and the doom and gloom scenarios and trying to find ways to logically counter that. Something that was floating around two years ago in 2018 was that in 12 years, which would be 2030, the world would end unless we changed our climate habits. And that became a pretty absolute number that a lot of people fixated on. And this is a quote from Catherine Macca, climate scientist, in reference to the 2030 date. It has achieved an absoluteness in its role in societal dialogue that's not in line with scientific fact. So hearing that made me feel a little better. And just, just saying that that's just one prediction, one of many predictions, and it's not necessarily correct or true. And then another quote from Linny Willenberg, a climate researcher, says that, it could have been 2020, 2012, or 2016, because 2030, quote, used to seem a lot farther away. So there's nothing absolute about these dates, and 2050 has also been tossed around as a goal for when the world will end unless we change our climate habits. So it, it, it's still possible to improve climate change, and we're not so far gone that nothing we do will help. So we're, we're in a crucial period right now, and if we change now, then the world can survive for many many years the main thing is people have to acknowledge it's real and not deny it and i think that's the most important step
My mom had this to say about how the environmental crisis has changed. In my generation, we experienced the gas crisis of 1973, which was very impactful for all Americans. We lived through other environmental movements, uh, anti-littering and anti-pollution campaigns, but nothing as global as this one that's going on now. This is a quote from Franklin Delano Roosevelt that I feel uh, addresses the situation. A nation that destroys its soils destroys itself. Forests are the lung of our land, purifying the air and giving fresh strength to our people. This is a quote from Al Gore, who played a huge role in bringing climate change to the public consciousness. The warnings about global warming have been extremely clear for a long time. We are facing a global climate crisis. It is deepening. We are entering a period of consequences. And a quote that I think sums up our whole situation is, don't wait for the last judgment. It takes place every day, Albert Camus. This has been It's the End of the World as We Know It, and I Feel Fine.